We titled this series, Crosswalk. Uh, we find this in the verse of Luke chapter 9 and verse 23. Luke 9, 23. We find our series scripture here. Jesus speaking, and he says, And then he said to all, Jesus says, Anyone who wants to follow me must put aside his own desires and conveniences and carry his cross with him every day and keep close to me. This is Jesus' words. He said, If anyone wishes to follow after me, he says, you got to give up your desires. you gotta, you got to give up your, your conveniences, that, that place of comfort that you might find yourself in. How many of you like places of comfort? We all do, right? We all like comfortable environments. Nobody likes awkward environments. Nobody wants to be uncomfortable. You want to be comfortable. You bought that lazy boy recliner. Why? Because you wanted to be comfortable, didn't you? That's why, they, that's why they sell, because of comfort. I wish I had one in the front room. <laughs> but I know my kids would just take over it and I wouldn't even get to enjoy it. But he says, if you're going to follow me, you need to put aside your own desires, put aside your conveniences, and you need to carry the cross. You need to carry this cross. Every day, Jesus says, you're going to be carrying this cross. And he says, but you need to also keep close to me. Brother Manny opened our series uh, this month talking about how through Christ we are delivered from the stronghold of sin. How many of you are thankful that you are delivered from the stronghold of sin? Man. I'm sure you can remember some things of the life that you used to live before Christ, and that is nothing that you want to go back to. You are so proud and, 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 and joyful to leave that behind and to move on. That's what God does. Pastor Bob spoke last week on how we are to trust in God and talking about the blessings that come with and from Trusting in God. When you trust in God, God's gonna, God is a rewarder. Amen? How many of you believe that, that God is a rewarder? He is. He's a rewarder of all good things. And when you trust in him, only good can come from it. Because God is a good father. He's a great father. He's going to give you everything that you need. And you need to, you need to believe that. That whatever you're facing, whatever you're, you're uh, needing in your life, God is going to give you what you need. Maybe it's strength tonight. God's going to give you strength. Maybe you feel weak. Maybe you feel tired, exhausted. Maybe you feel defeated. Maybe you feel worried. I don't know what it is taking place in your life tonight. I don't know what it is that, that, that has taken over your, your thoughts and your heart. But allow God. Allow God to deliver you. Allow God to bless your life through trusting in him. And tonight, we're going to continue. We're going to continue to learn how God helps us, you and I, in our day-to-day -day in following him. 
Because that's what Jesus was, was talking about. That's what our, our series verse is about, about following Christ. And what God is going to, how God is going to help you and I to follow Christ. Because he doesn't just say, uh, you're, pick up your cross and follow me and, and you're on your own. No, we know that God always gives us help. Amen? And so we're going to learn, continue to learn today how God supplies us with that help. When you make a decision to follow Christ, the Father sends us help. This is what he does. The Father knows that if we are going to be successful in following his Son, we need a helper. So who does he send us? Jesus' words are written in John 14, 26. And he says this in John 14, 26. I want you to take notes tonight too. Make sure you're following along. John 14, 26, Jesus says these words, and he says, but the helper, he says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you, say that with me, teach. He will teach you all things, and he will bring to your remembrance, say that, bring to my remembrance, all that I have said to you. This is what Jesus tells us that the Holy Spirit is going to do that the Holy Spirit is going to teach you and I, and not only is he going to teach us, but he's also going to bring to remembrance all that Jesus has done or has spoken on. How many of you need to be reminded sometimes of things? I know that I know each and every one of you can use a little uh, a help in your memory, right? We tend to forget things. You know, hopefully we don't forget the really important things. But there's so many things taking place in our lives that so many things can be forgotten. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit is there to remind you and I. Why? Because God knows that we're going to forget. God knows what we need. So he sends the Holy Spirit as a helper and as a reminder. You and I need to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit to strengthen and empower us. I titled this message this evening, The Power to Prevail. Because this is what the Holy Spirit is going to do for yours and mine's life, is give us power to prevail. We're talking about following Christ, all right? This is what... This is our aim. This is our goal. And this is what God has done for us. This is what God has sent to you. And I am Micah chapter 3 and verse 8. The prophet writes this. He says, but as for me, I am filled with power. With the spirit of the Lord. See, we've been hearing great messages throughout this month on how God helps you and I to live a life for him. One of the many things that God supplies us with is what the prophet Micah is talking about, and that is the Holy Spirit. He says, I am filled with power. I am filled with power. Why? Because he exercised that day? Because he ate the right food? No, because of the Holy Spirit. 
He says, I am filled with power, with the Spirit of the Lord. Romans 8, 14. Paul writes, he says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. How many children of God do we have here tonight? Yes, you are. You're a child of God. Don't ever forget that. You're a child of the Most High. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter what's taking place around you to your left or to your right, who you, who, who you see getting promoted you know, over here or over there, and you think that was mine. They stole my promotion. Don't forget who your father is. Don't forget that you are a child of the Most High. That we are not, we are not looking to, to bring satisfaction to our life through earthly things. Because we should not be earthly minded. Our minds should be focused on that which is eternal. Amen? How many of you sometimes forget about focusing on the eternal, and we get so caught up in focusing on what's in front of us. We do this all the time. This is called when we trip, right? We do it all the time. It happens every day. Why? Because we focus on earthly things. God wants to, God wants to uh, position our focus elsewhere on what he is doing in our lives. You'll find records of the Holy Spirit working in all lives, in lives all the way back to the book of Exodus. Chapter 35, verse 30. Says, and Moses said to the children of Israel, see, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, and he has filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and understanding in knowledge and all manner of workmanship. And he has put in his heart the ability to teach. Do you remember what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit a little earlier? What did, what did Jesus mention about what the Holy Spirit does for you and I? What does he do? Remember, he teaches. Remember that? Some of you need to be reminded. The Holy Spirit also reminds us, all right? I'm telling you, we need to be reminded of many things. The Holy Spirit teaches you and I. And here the Bible says that the Holy Spirit fell upon Bezalel. And through the Spirit of God, he put in his heart the ability to teach. I believe this is what God is calling you and I to do. Amen? To teach. It doesn't have to be behind a pulpit. In our lives, we can teach. In every, in every area of our lives, we can teach someone. At our jobs, we can teach. At school, we can teach. At home, we can teach. Throughout every area of our lives, we have the ability and opportunity to teach. This is what the Holy Spirit does for us, and this is what God expects, expects us to do for others, is to teach. Because the Holy Spirit dwells within 
the child of God, he's called us to teach others. Teach, us, teach others that the Holy Spirit gives them power to prevail. Teach them that. Show them that. Share with them how the Holy Spirit has helped you to prevail. How, it, how he has given you power in circumstances in your lives where you felt weak and the Holy Spirit gave you power to get through. Amen? The Bible says that it is in our weakness that he is made strong. Isn't that true? That we then see God's power at work in our lives. Paul writes in Ephesians 3.16, and he says, I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, God will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. What was Paul saying? Paul was saying that I know what God can do. I've seen his power at work. But I pray that you come to know through experience his mighty power. So the first thing that we need to know about the Holy Spirit tonight is this, is that it is the power of God. The Holy Spirit is the power of God. Acts 1 verse 8 says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. There are so many instances in the Bible where God's Spirit fell upon people and they were able to do supernatural things because they were given supernatural strength. I want you to look at these verses here in the Bible that speak about the strength of Samson. How many of you know Samson? You've heard about Samson before. Look at these verses here in the book of Judges, chapter 14, verse 5. I'm going to read a few verses here. First one is found in Judges 14, 5. And it says this, it says, As Samson was going down to Timnah, a young lion, this is a lion, suddenly attacked him. At that moment, the Bible says, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him, and he ripped the lion's jaws apart with his bare hands. Now, I don't know if any of you ever seen, you know, these animal shows before. National Geographic, and you see these lions, and I think it's, I know it's very different when you see one on TV and when you see one in real life, because you have no idea how big these animals are, but you heard stories of their bite power, of their strength, sadly what they have done to, 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 to people. The Bible says that the spirit of the Lord fell upon Samson and he was able to rip apart this lion's jaws with his bare hands. Check this out. In, in Judges 14, verse 19, the Bible says this, then the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him and he killed 30 men. It continues in Judges 15, 14. The Bible says this, then the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him, and he killed 1,000 Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey. Do you see a pattern here in these verses? 
The Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson, and when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, there is power. There is supernatural power that, that is now in your life. And it's those times, it's those times when you, those times of weakness. It's in those times of, of maybe seeing, seeing maybe uh, thinking of things or others thinking of things as impossible that God gives you that supernatural strength to pull through. And this is what took place in Samson's life. Samson understood where his strength came from. It wasn't just from his long hair. You know, maybe some of you men tried growing your hair out thinking that you'd be strong like Samson. <laughs> but you came to the sad realization that it, 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 always, it will only grow so much, right? <laughs> That's not where his strength came from. It came from God. Samson was aware of that. That when he lost that strength, he knew that he had to go to the source to get back that strength. The Bible says that he came to God and asked him for strength again. And God gave it to him. We need to go to the source. It is the power of God. Secondly here, that the Holy Spirit gives us power over Sin. I believe this is important for us to, to know. I know we had spoken on it earlier this month as well. But it's key. This is key for us if we are, to, if we are going to follow Christ. We need to understand what the Holy Spirit helps us to do. Romans 8 verse 2. Paul writes, he says, because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. You see, God seeks to remind you and I that through the Holy Spirit, that through him, we have the power over the enemy. We have, the po we have power over temptation. You have power to overcome the onslaughts and lies of the enemy. But you and I must understand that this power is not self-generated. It only comes through a relationship with Jesus Christ. What does that mean? That means that if you are, if you are born again, meaning that your faith has led you to follow Christ, then the Holy Spirit lives within you. And he is helping you. Paul wrote this in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 6. Verse 16, I'm sorry. 1 Corinthians 3, 16. And Paul says, Don't you know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. You see, God has called us to be holy, to be set apart, amen? To be set apart from the world only because of Jesus Christ. It's amazing that God, that God will look at us and, and see holiness. Why? Because he sees the blood of Jesus over our lives. 
That's the only reason why. It's nothing of what we've done, but it's the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross that was given to you and I. God calls us to be holy. He says, your body is a temple. Make sure to take care of that temple. Make sure to keep it holy. The Holy Spirit has given you power over sin. On the cross, we know that Christ paid the penalty for sin, for all sin, so that we don't have to pay for it. That's a blessed thing. But not only did Jesus pay for our sins, but he paid to break the power of sin over your life. Now you and I have that power at work that you didn't have before. The power to say no to sin. It's more than just willpower, it's Holy Spirit power. That's what's active in your life. That's what, that's what keeps you making right decisions in your life. That's what allows you to choose righteousness. It's that Holy Spirit power. See, but we need to understand that none of us are immune to persistent sins. What do I mean? Well, some of us struggle with anger. Some of us struggle with worry. Some of us struggle with doubt. Some of us struggle with unbelief. Some of us struggle with gossip. Some of us struggle with lust. How do you break free from persistent sin? Is it through willpower? No, it's through the Holy Spirit power that is active in your life. The Holy Spirit has given us the ability, amen, to say no to these things. The things that we may wrestle with, God gives us the power to overcome. What has God's power done in your life? What has the Holy Spirit done in your life? What has he delivered you from? What have you overcome in your life through the power of the Holy Spirit? So we need to ask the Holy Spirit to help us as we face our daily problems. They're daily. Each and every day you get out of bed, you're going to face some problems. That's just real life. You're going to face major challenges. And that's why you and I need to seek God. That's why you and I need, need to allow the Holy Spirit, amen, to allow his power to be active in our lives, to remind us, allow him to remind you that, that hey, it doesn't matter what comes your way today because he got you through this yesterday. Allow him to remind you, amen, that you are a child of the Most High. Allow him to remind you that he is with you and he is guiding you. You may be worrying about decision making. Allow God to give you wisdom. You need it each and every day. Romans 8.2 says the power of the life-giving spirit. And this power is mine through Christ Jesus. It says, this power has freed me, Paul says, from the vicious circle of sin and death. 
Paul knew this too. That there was, that there was this vicious circle of, of committing sin in his life. Man, it seems like I want to do what is right, but I don't do what is right. I said, I do what is wrong. How many of you have been there before? I want to do what is right, God, but some, for some reason I find myself back to here. Paul had the same struggles. But he said it is the power of this life-giving spirit that is through Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit, that has freed me from this vicious circle. It's the blood of Christ, and it's the power of the Holy Spirit. God has given you and I freedom from sin through his son, Jesus Christ. How many can say amen to that? Next here, the Holy Spirit gives us power to understand God's word. How many of you know that the Holy Spirit was the author of Scripture? Who do you think gave these writers of the Bible, all these books in the Bible, these 66 books that you read in the Bible, who do you think gave them the words? It was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was speaking to these individuals and giving them the words to write that you read today that was inspired by God. The Holy Spirit was there when the Bible was written. The Holy Spirit was there when, the, when, when creation was made. We understand the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are, they each, they are each separate, but they are one. The Holy Spirit's job in our lives has, it has so many key elements that it plays in our lives and so many things that we don't realize are taking place because of the Holy Spirit are a result of the Holy Spirit, but He is constantly at work. He is constantly at work in our lives. And we may not even realize, but that's what He's doing. He's working. He's working, amen? When you're tired, He's working. When you're, when you're stressed, amen, he's working. He's working to remind you. He's working to get you back to a place, amen, where you are able to focus on the goodness of God and to trust in him. And so we need the Holy Spirit in order for us to understand God's word. Check this out in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 11. Paul writes this. He says, for who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person? which is in him. So also, no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. In verse 10, Paul writes this. He says, God reveals the meaning of his word through his Spirit. He reveals the meaning of his word through his Spirit. See, so when you and I read God's word, we're only able to understand it because of the Holy Spirit. That's the only, re that's the only reason why you're able to, to understand what God is saying. Why? 
Because he says that no one can comprehend the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. If you want to know what that verse means, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Allow the Holy Spirit to give you understanding, to give you insight when you read God's Word. Why? Because only the Holy Spirit can give that to you. What does that mean for you and I? That means that if, if the Bible, if you believe the Bible is, is God's basic instruction before leaving earth, then you and I need to understand God's Word. You and I need to understand those instructions. Because if we're going to be ready when Jesus Christ comes back for his church, you need to understand the instructions that God has given to you. You need to, you need to be right where God has called you to be. Positioned where God has called you to be positioned. You can't be over here and you can't be over here. If God is calling you right here, then you must remain right there. And the only way you're going to do that is if you understand God's instructions. How many of you have been confused at times at, con at instructions that you were given? Hopefully it wasn't here. <laughs> it was probably at your job. But this happens. Sometimes we don't fully understand where someone is coming from. Sometimes we don't understand what someone is actually trying to do in the long run. And we hear those instructions and we think, well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it's because you don't, you're not understanding where that person is coming from or what that person is trying to do. So what do you need? Well, many times you need some more understanding. And I believe God is ready to give us that. I believe that when, it's, when we're in those times that we don't know quite what's taking place in our lives, that we can go to God and say, God, give me some understanding. God, give me some insight. Lord, but help me to keep moving forward during this time. Help me not to... Help me not to stay from moving forward. Lord, in my time of waiting for understanding, help me, Lord God, to follow you. The Holy Spirit gives you and I the power to understand God's word, and it is so, so key. So many, so much insight that God wants to pour into your life in. So many verses and scriptures that are applicable to what you're going through right now in your life. That if you would just open God's word and read it, that you would gain some insight. You would gain some understanding. God would speak to you. Why? Because the Holy Spirit has allowed you to receive and to understand. The Holy Spirit has so many different roles in our lives. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit uh, is our comforter. He is our counselor. He is our advocate. He is so many things in our lives. The Holy Spirit also gives us the power to persevere. 
the power to persevere. If we are going to follow Christ and if we are going to be able to finish this race, the Holy Spirit is going to help us to do that. John 14, verse 16. Jesus says these words. John 14, 16, and he says, the Holy Spirit will be with you forever. Say that with me, forever. The Holy Spirit will be with you forever. Forever. Till your very last breath, the Holy Spirit is with you. He is comforting you. He is guiding you. He is empowering you. He is reminding you. All these things, he is fighting for you. He is, he is uh, teaching you how to pray, what to pray for. He is interceding for you. All these things that the Holy Spirit does for you and I. And it takes place throughout our entire life. Because the Holy Spirit remains with us, that means that we have his continual power in our lives to persevere to finish the race, to continually overcome any obstacle that may come your way, to overcome any disappointment, to overcome any hurt, to overcome any setback in your life, to overcome any mind battles. How many of you experience mind battles? You're just, you're, 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 you're thinking like, what is going on in my life? Why am I thinking this way? The Holy Spirit's going to help you overcome those things. The Holy Spirit is going to help you to overcome all the negativity that may be around you. Or maybe, maybe those negative words that you may be speaking over your own life. The Holy Spirit's going to help you to overcome those things. The power to persevere as the worship team comes forward this evening. God is calling you and I to finish the race. Each and every one of us, if you made a decision to follow Christ, God is calling you to finish. God desires for you to finish. And so what does he do? He gives you everything possible in order for you to be successful in finishing the race. God says, I know that, is a, that there is a battle up ahead. There's going to be many obstacles and, and, and many challenges, but I'm going to give you everything that you need to get through them. And God says, one of those things that, I'm, that I've given to you is the Holy Spirit. Jesus told his disciples, he says, look, I know you love that I'm with you right now. You've seen all these miracles that I've done. You've seen the power of God at work. You've seen lives transformed. You've seen people healed. You've seen dead come to life. You've seen all these things while I've been with you. He says, but check this out. He says, it is better that I go to heaven with my Father. Why? He says, because when I leave, my Father is going to send the Holy Spirit. He says, so it is better for you 
that I leave this place with you right now in the physical because when I leave the Holy Spirit is going to be in dwelling dwelling in your lives see I was with you but I was with you in person on this earth so when you were at your home I was over here but when I go the Holy Spirit is going to live within you. So wherever you go, the Holy Spirit goes too. Whatever predicament you find yourselves in, it doesn't matter. Help is not far away. Help is living inside of you. The helper is going to be with you at all times and forever. This is what Jesus wanted to really stress to his disciples. The importance of the Holy Spirit. What God's ultimate plan is for your life. How much God loves you how much he cares for you, how much he is caring for you, that he would give you the Holy Spirit. That he would say, I know you need a helper, and so look, here, here you go. We're gonna get through. We're gonna make it. We're gonna finish this race. I've called you to follow my son. I'm gonna give you everything you need in order to do it. That cross I know is gonna be heavy. Oh, I know it's going to be difficult. I know you're going to want to quit at times. But rely on the power of the Holy Spirit to help you to persevere. Romans 8, verse 11. I'll close with this scripture here. Paul writes this. Romans 8, 11, he says, The Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. That same power that rose Jesus from the dead lives in you and I. Church, if you aren't excited about that, I don't know what's going to excite you. I really don't. If it doesn't get you to praise God that the power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead lives in your life, and something is truly wrong here. Because that's exactly what God has given to you. And he says, and Paul says, and just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living within you. Church, you and I have the Holy Spirit. You need to thank God. You have the helper. You have the ultimate helper this evening. I can honestly say that it doesn't matter what you're going through. You have the helper. He's there to help you. I'm not trying to belittle anything that may, take, that may be taking place in your life. I'm not doing that, but I'm saying that God is stronger. God is greater. He is. 
It doesn't matter how you view it. It doesn't matter how others may view it. What matters is who God gave to you. <laughs> what matters is who you have living inside of you. And that power that raised Christ from the dead is going to help you to overcome. Tomorrow, he's going to help you to overcome. Friday, he's going to help you to overcome. In October, he's going to help you to overcome. In 2024, he's going to help you to overcome. And until your very last breath that you take here on this earth, he's going to help you to overcome. Every day, every day, and you can be sure of that. So you dwell on that. Dwell on the understanding that the Holy Spirit is going to be with you forever. Amen? Because when you understand that, you're not going to have any bad days. Yes, you're going to face difficulties, but you're not going to have bad days. Why? Because you know, oh man, uh, it doesn't matter what happens, the Holy Spirit is giving me power. The Holy Spirit is giving me power. I know, I know what I want to do, but the Holy Spirit is giving me power to keep my mouth shut. I know, I know uh, what, 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 I, what I may think is best, but the Holy Spirit is going to give me the help that I need. I feel weak right now, but the Holy Spirit is going to give me comfort. He's going to give me strength. What is it? What is it that you need in your life? What is it? Allow the Holy Spirit to empower your life so that you can follow Christ. The end result is for you to finish the race. That's what it's all about. It's for you to finish the race. Enter in, thou good and faithful servant, right? Isn't that what each of us, isn't that what each of us are living to hear and are, and are making these decisions for in our lives? To hear from God? Enter in, good and faithful servant. You lived a life that wasn't perfect. But you allowed the Holy Spirit to help you. You came to me for forgiveness. You allowed the blood of my son to cover you, to wash your sins. enter in. You finished the race. You finished it. And this is only done through the power of the Holy Spirit. You need to tap into that power. Why? Because it's the power to prevail. Amen. Let's give God praise this evening. Let's give him praise because he is worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Lord, we thank you. Father, for every thing that you have allowed in our lives, Lord, you are going to get us through. You are working everything out for our good, Lord. Help us to trust in you, Father. Help us to trust in you. As every head is bowed, every eye closed.